1: Wednesday. Welcome to the show. 800 771 1025 or 727 579 1025. The phone number is at Roger and JP on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Good morning, JP. How are you? Good. Question for the group. I'm sorry, we're on X. We're oh. not on Twitter, we're on X. <laughs> I just had to be cool and say, we're on X, formerly known as Twitter.
2: Anything better than yeah. when you get in the car mm-hmm. and that song comes on, some song comes on that you just haven't heard in a while. Mm-hmm. And you it just gets you in that right mood, that right moment, and you just turn it up and your whole day just kind of changed for the better.
1: Sure, did that just happen to you? Yeah, 100%.
2: And on a song that normally wouldn't hit me that way, it was Last Child from Aerosmith. Good song. Like, it. for whatever reason, yeah. it just completely changed. I was in a good mood already. Oh, okay. But That song came on. Next thing you know, I'm cranking it all the way up, and I'm just, like, loving life. It's a mood enhancer. I don't know there are too many things in life better than that. (laughs) Do you know? (laughs) Although I'm sensing by the quiet across the crowd that maybe I'm uh, I'm a little (laughs) delusional.
1: No, music has a lot of power. I love it. I love it when something comes out like that. Just, again. This is a great Aerosmith song, too, and I love it. And I'm
2: not even a big Aerosmith fan. Right. I'm not even a big Aerosmith fan, but something yeah. came on, like this thing, like right in the middle of this guitar thing, and I was just like,
1: all the way up. This is the first Aerosmith album I ever heard. Seventh grade. Is it? Yep. From my buddy Bruce, who we thought was going to be the lead singer. We said in the yearbook, he's going to be the lead singer of Arrow Kiss. Because he was so big. <laughs> he was so big at the Aerosmith and Kiss. Oh, yeah. That that's what uh, one of the girls wrote in his uh, yearbook.
0: First be, time I ever it, heard He some. had an older
1: brother. Oh, yeah. Last child. This yeah. is the
2: first time?
0: Ever. I don't there
1: even know what this is, yeah. I like it. Hmm. <laughs> Here's Aerosmith from 1975. <laughs> I was gonna say,
2: Monica turned on today for a song from 1970 I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a song from 1975 today.
1: You guys hey, somebody obviously Spotify? doesn't have.
2: Somebody uh, doesn't have uh, Aerosmith's greatest hits. Mm-hmm. This is no. uh, that's how I know this song. Is uh, is um mm-hmm. is this 1975?
1: Uh, it might be. I'm guessing it might be
2: 74. Clo- oh, it might be
1: even older. Girox, than that? It's before. Right before Toys, I think. Is it? Yeah. And yeah. he's on rocks, yeah. Well, yeah, that I know. But, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. And you, that, but that's the thing. Mm-hmm, like, you don't mm-hmm, even know. Mm-hmm, maybe it's your mood Seventy six. going into it. Like, that makes some random song that song for that moment. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah,
1: Because maybe at another moment, that wouldn't be the song that would do it. You'd be just like, oh, but, yeah. This is I'm sure song, this but, has
2: come on a million times and it was just wallpaper because my mind was yeah. spinning about whatever the hell it's spinning mm. about. But mm-hmm. I just walked out of the house because I got to go check on Nicole. She was feeling decent. Um, well, that's good. Well, yeah, we were having some conversations about some stuff coming up, and I just walked out of the house in a good mood. And then the right song came on. I was I was like, this is my jam, yo. It's
0: different. I see what you're saying as far as... it's. I guess it hits different when the time... I guess it's a timing thing where, like you said, yeah. you turned on yeah. your car or whatever. Totally Because all right. I can think of is I literally have a Spotify playlist of all mm-hmm. my favorite songs that put me... Like, have, and there's like a whole bunch of them that have that effect on me. And when I'm in a mood and I put that on, and I just feel better. But I guess it's different.
1: But this isn't on the, on the list. Name. Right.
0: I, I don't no, have that. This not on my list. This. Is I not. don't
2: have that list. And if you made me make a list, yeah, this one. probably wouldn't be on it. Right. <laughs> so I think it's the mood preceding. Mm, it's a surprise. And just the right thing hits you in the right moment, you know? Mm. Monica, how many songs are on your uh, your list?
0: That's a good question. Because cause I have likes and I have faves. My faves are like... Like, every single song hmm. is, oh, that's my favorite song. Like, every single one of them is, oh, that's my favorite. I will tell you right now. <laughs> you don't have okay,
2: I want s- to see if I can name 10 of them.
0: Okay. Four- favorite,
1: favorite on her list? On her list.
0: It says four hours and 11 minutes. I thought it had the number of songs.
1: Yeah, that's it's a good. lot of songs. Bad Naked Ladies, it's been... That that one?
0: That's not no I mean I love that song, but that's no. not my, like Oh my god. There's that's the, the
1: other song. one that you love from How- them that's like a mellowish sweet song. It's bad it's bad. You know what's it's on it that you guys like all of it yeah well yeah
0: but (laughs) i think one time you said you hated goodbye to you um because you have to play it oh
1: scandal i will listen to
0: that on repeat for 17 years jesus i love that
2: (laughs) oh really yeah i'm gonna go negative though there's probably a dozen michael franti songs on that list Um, correct
0: i think there's just one sound of sunshine that's i mean i listen i and there is a bare naked lady song on here it's Mm -hmm. there it but i love it's if i had a million dollars
1: Oh, that's not the one I thought you are right.
0: I'm telling you. These, but these are the, like, I that's freak a
2: corny out. Com, but that's a corny commercial song.
1: Like, a from, a, isn't it in a commercial? It became that, yeah. The lottery uh, commercial or something? It did, but
0: yeah. No, it's, it's, it was, it's from, like, the early 90s. It's It's been around for forever and when but, they were mm. in Canada still. Uh, but, but again, these are songs that are just, I lose my crap. Yay, <laughs> this
1: song. I lose my crap to this, totally. <laughs> this <laughs> definitely <laughs> makes me lose crap. Like, sure. when
2: when I went... Oh, no. That one semester where I went away to school, there were three songs that I remember vividly, just being omnipresent, mm-hmm. just being everywhere. Come to my window from um, oh, no. Melissa Etheridge yeah. was all over the place. Right, head like a hole from Nine Inch Nails yeah. was all over the place. <laughs> and the uh, and this band, Bare Naked Ladies, no, one week. yeah, one week, whatever was song, yeah. was just yeah. all over the place. Everywhere, No matter where you go, if people were playing frisbee, that's right. what was going on. You know, if there was a that's hacky funny. sack
1: to be found, they were listening <laughs> to this garbage. Why those three stuck in your head, I wonder? I don't,
2: no idea. Just what I can remember. Repetition. I don't remember a lot. Like I said, I was only there for a semester and I was very unhappy there. Mm-hmm. But it's just stuff I remember maybe hearing when it was... I was walking around campus. I was walking to class. I was walking to go get yeah. a sandwich. One you know? week came out years later. So what, bare naked ladies song were you? In? Uh, dude, I don't. I don't were you really jamming to? Her. I don't remember. I just remember bare naked wow. ladies. I remember They're that bands being bands a thing.
1: Wow.
0: Um. Uh. You are not going to like this, but um. <laughs> don't treat me bad is on it by Firehouse. Sure. I oh yeah. Lose my crap when that song comes in. I'll listen to that on You'll repeat. Love that. Forever. huh? and then the yeah. other one you won't like is um. Is uh? Let's see. Hold on. I just had it
1: here. That was oh, a good just album. Between if you, you like- and me.
2: If you liked oh. Hair Metal, that was a good album. I was it right. really? Yeah, I like that album. The one song was that a girl with big boobs on the cover yeah. setting a house on fire. Also, <laughs> oh, those albums did <laughs> so that touches that touches a note for you when I you were uh, twelve or thirteen. I wasn't big into the hair bands, but I, like now I have a, a little bit more of an appreciation. But still, some of it sucked. Like, uh, Sirius has that Hair Nation ah. thing, and mm-hmm. some of the songs, like "Wait" from White Lion, will come on. I'm like, I'll turn that Huge. thing up. But something from, like, the Bullet Boys or Dangerous Toys or Listen, some, other, careful. some other garbage, you know, <laughs> comes on. You're like, oh, my God, this stuff sucks. There's, like, half of that channel is proof that too many bands
1: got record deals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably about right. You know? Oh no, come on. Yeah, no, this, like this, is a a big,
2: this is a big poppy hit.
1: Let's just get back to it. This guy
2: invited me to his house. Sure, ah. did. It was the weirdest thing. Of course, he did. That it
0: would was be like, amazing.
2: <laughs> they sent, um, I butt stuff. I had to go to Vegas for, some, I was doing interviews for our old morning guy. And one of the guys they had me do an interview with was the lead singer from Firehouse. Mm. He's like, hey, man, if you're ever in, uh, you know, if you're ever in Florida, come on over. We'll hang out. We'll, uh, we'll have some beers and hang out. I'm like, yeah, man, totally.
0: <laughs> totally. And then you didn't?
2: No. <laughs> He's listening right now, and he goes... You think that guy uh, meant think, the guy? You he think that guy meant the guy? He probably doesn't even live in Florida.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: he just wanted to make me feel good. Nah. Nice enough dude. Yeah. Great
0: song. Great song. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah, think of good. any on here that you would like. Though. Who's
2: that big, that hair band that Cal is into a lot? Saigon Kick or something? Saigon yeah. Kick, mm-hmm. yeah. yep. well, Isn't that... That big song was a ballad, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Love is on yeah. the way.
1: Love, That's it. Right. Great song. Mm, 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 mm. This is a very catchy, uh, hooky, bubblegummy. Extreme band. was
2: good. Extreme yeah. was another good one.
1: That and porno
2: graffiti. That second album. Uh,
1: well, they also just killed everybody with more than words. Yeah, but
0: well, <sighs> you ain't human. If you're in the car and that song came on and you don't try to harmonize, you're just you're dead inside. That's
1: true. That's true. Everybody
0: screams, things and harmonizes. With that sounds
2: like crap. <laughs> <laughs> they just played around here. I actually wanted to go see them, but then uh, I think it was like a Sunday night. I have my rules. Mm-hmm. That's not worth destroying my next. My, my next stream was not worth destroying my week over. Well, says you. <laughs> <laughs> it? <said>, my week. <laughs> It's been <laughs> my week.
0: Jo, um, John Mellencamp ain't even done with the night. I will listen to that on repeat. Really? Whenever. That's oh. the one from him. How huh? long is that? Favorite.
1: What's what song?
2: Ain't even, ain't done, with even
1: th- done with the night. It's I don't from, even know. Right? That's right. He the other died. song I think from the album with "I Don't Need a Lover" on it, maybe Is that so it was before oh, Jack and Diane.
2: So it's it's John.
0: Oh, this song! Come on, this song. John
2: Cougar. Right? Is that a John Cougar song? I think so. Yeah, I don't even know this song. Yeah, uh-huh. me neither. But check it out. Came on my uh, on my playlist yesterday. That's, that's, that's a a, one. such a great song. He's got a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, it is.
0: It really no, it's does. just John Mellencamp, according to the Spotify here. It doesn't have. Are you
1: figure. allowed to tell that story, the Chris Wall story? Uh I can tell part of it. I think. Oh. Um <laughs> Let me make sure. Hold on. Let me <laughs> You think about it. In the meantime, we'll join some John Cougar. Yeah, he had a Mellencamp just story. Just the Cougar, th- yeah, just the Mellencamp story. It was pretty
2: yeah,
1: good. Yeah, yeah,
2: sure. <laughs> Song. Wait yes to hear you it. do. You oh, all the Melon
1: camp songs? Alright. Hold tight. You'll hear. It,
2: it was big in Iowa. If I don't uh-huh.
0: what so here it is. Say
2: that's all right. Hold tight. You know this, right? Is this a cover? If no. Right. I don't think so. It sounds like an old doo-wop song. Right.
1: What's the story? You got the okay? Thumbs up? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't on the list of things not to talk talk about. There is a list of things (laughs) not to talk about? Yeah, there's certain things. What's uh... on there? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't talk about... that
0: stuff,
1: yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So my buddy works uh, for Universal, which Universal Music Group, like, they own and run, like, everything in music now. And uh, he's part of uh, archiving. And he was just at Mellencamp Studio in Indiana. He had pictures on his phone, Monica. He's, like, hanging in the studio... But Mellencamp was never there. So they're one of the companies that are buying out people's artist catalogs, artists catalogs yeah. right? And as far as I understand it, they just worked out a deal for Melencamp's catalog, so they're there listening to like all his old tapes, seeing what he's got, so they know what they have and what they can now in the future to make the money back release. Right. Put on vinyl, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So what he had he was uh in his studio, he says it is in the middle of nowhere Indiana where you are in the studio and it's wonderful and it's all high tech and it's beautiful and you go outside you're like where am i he goes it took like forever to get there from any sort of civilization and uh so i guess he sold his catalog but was not willing to come from, I guess, the main house to the studio and meet these people who bought his life. <laughs> oh, he wanted so, nothing to do with them? I, I don't I think mean. so. I think he's probably, he is a real artist, and maybe he right. knows the business decision is to let it go. I don't know for sure, but right. maybe, you know, and then... Listen,
2: I'm having a hard time letting go of my CDs in my garage. I <laughs> yeah, well... I didn't, I didn't, I didn't write them.
1: <laughs> yeah, but if someone offered you, you know, Fine. 250 million for it, or whatever the number is, is I don't know what Mellencamp would get. Oh, you, didn't, you don't know what the number is? No, was? I don't know what the number is, but whatever the number is, it's in the hundreds of millions, I would think. I would think Because so Jack too. and Diane itself right. is like the great American songbook, song right. number 25. You yeah. know, it's going to be there. Pink
2: House is another
1: one. Maybe, yeah. He's had I mean, a, I mean, a
2: few of them in commercials, too.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, he probably hates the fact he sold out, but uh, it seems like he did. And so he got to spend like a day or two in his studio l- looking through stuff. It was like, kind of cool you know, yeah. that he was able to do that. And uh, he's been to this place. It's a really cool place in uh, Pennsylvania called Iron Mountain where... We, uh, America, as entertainment world or whoever, stores all like the important stuff. So like the original It's in Pennsylvania Star Wars or Virginia? Movies. West Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's in Pennsylvania. I think there's multiple. Because no,
2: there uh, might be. Ozzy, uh, you know, remember that show that The road trip that he was doing, Ozzy and and his son. Yeah. Did you ever see that show?
1: I've heard of it. I think I saw one.
2: They pulled into some mountain that looked like it was a military compound. Yeah. And they pulled into the mountain and next thing you know they're listening to Crazy Train. Like the master tape. The guy pulls out the master tape (laughs) of Crazy Train. (laughs) That's so awesome. And he's sitting there and they're playing like the individual tracks. So it's just Randy Rhodes playing guitar. You know, I saying? Like just Damn. Ozzy's vocal. Then they're playing the whole thing, and then Ozzy starts telling stories on how they got this sound or whatever it was. I was like, mm. this is the greatest. I want to go to that mountain. I want right. to drive into that mountain. Go to the so mountain. I, I-, the- I will take you to the-, <laughs> 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 the mountain. You want to, go to- drive, in, you drive into the mountain. I was- <laughs> Crazy train! Come on! <laughs> <laughs> you know, just listen on the board with the, the guitar. <laughs> got it. That's but-
1: <laughs> us yeah, so uh, the same guy, besides going to Melencamps, has been in Iron Mountain, the one where they're keeping, I guess, the music. And he says they have like three rooms, and by rooms he means football, three football fields long rooms, and they're just loaded on sides and in and, and shelving and everything of all the master tapes of all sorts of music that they own. And then he says, "I was," he said, "I was literally standing next to all the reels of film that Star Wars is shot on. It's Ooh, sitting right the there. Film. Yep." the actual stuff that was shot on originally is sitting right there on a shelf. He goes, it's so cool. Wow. He goes, you're standing just next to this original history stuff. So when you say it's it's he cool actually, say, like
2: that. he's in charge of archiving yeah. or he like archives this music, mm-hmm. so does he then have to go, is he the actual guy that takes from the master tapes and digitizes it so they have it?
1: Uh, he There are people who do that, but he's part <laughs> of the research of looking into where the stuff is, who has it, uh, what they can make off it, what they can pay for it. all He's like right in the so middle of all of So he's basically
2: a rock and roll private investigator. He
1: is. He has so oh. much in his head, it's not even funny. He's found stuff on his own. Uh, they've had people find stuff that like, there's this crazy story. There's um, the, the band Cream uh, did the song, you know, Sunshine of Your Love. Yeah. Uh, Strange Brew. Uh, I've, um, yeah, whatever. There's gotcha. a few, I Feel Free, all on this uh, album called Disraeli Gears. So it's a classic r- classic rock album from 1967. The uh, guy who recorded it with them was Felix Pappalardi. He's a bass player for Mountain, the guys who did Mississippi yeah. Queen. So he did the recordings with them. They finished the whole album. It's sitting there on the tapes. He, he has a fight with Cream. So Baker and Jack Bruce and Eric Clapton, like, F you, and he, like, F you, and he leaves with the tapes. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm taking the Disraeli Gears tapes. And he leaves the recording studio in 1967 with these tapes, which cream never saw again. Well, he brought them in New York City to his mother's apartment. He's like, here, mom. He's on the road. He's going on the road mountain. He's doing music and stuff. He, here, put these in. She put them in her storage unit in this apartment building. And he went on the road. And years later, like sixteen years later, he was shot to death by his wife. And nobody knew where the Get tapes out of here, were. Really? Yeah, in '83. is a test of the emergency alert system. ...should look at this, you know? And he's gotten like, Monica, you love this first edition of Mice and Men, like a book. It was like the very first printing. You know, stuff like that that's worth tens and tens of thousands of dollars or a million dollars, whatever it is. So, he gets a call, you gotta come to this building. Comes to the building that's already been pancaked and down at the bottom underneath where everything collapsed is an airspace where everything is completely protected, and in that airspace are the master tapes of Disraeli Gears from Cream. So Felix Popularity gave it to his mother. His mother long since passed away. It sat in whatever storage in this box, and or there's two boxes, whatever, and they take them out, and they're pristine. They're not crushed, nothing. They're sitting in the boxes, haven't been opened. He takes them to the recording studio, they put it on a tape machine and unreel it for the first time and dump it into digital uh recording for so the that first time it.
2: probably since 1967
1: uh-huh and dump it all in because if they don't hurry up the oxygen's going to get to it and they're going to lose it and so Once they, they in, open a, it. Right, as soon as they open it. So that's why they run it through the machine right away, and uh-huh. they dump it in, and they get Disraeli Gears, and they still have the tapes, and they still exist, and they're right. in the boxes, and they're in that Iron Mountain now. And so now that exists. Who owns and it? And now everybody has gotten paid in the end. But who owns it? Uh, I believe Universal, I believe, does now. Oh, um, so the guy that found it? If I'm not mistaken. The guy but- that found it? Was so, just a it was yeah right it was, it was just a, a dumpster diver guy right so
2: he finds it and, and yeah. Universal Music I guess bought paid it from for him it,
1: right or whatever how did Universal Clapton know sold that sold this guy
2: off. that's not involved in music had it
1: because they uh, he got in touch with them and they know him from him finding stuff oh, okay he's known yeah yeah know? and so so uh, why not
2: contact, contact Clapton first and be like listen it right uh, maybe you had no I way wonder to get who he Clapton's like I don't give a right he probably already sold off all the stuff probably right.
1: So, I mean, they found these amazing tapes that never existed that's sitting a cool there underneath job. a pancaked
2: building. I had a friend of mine. Crazy. Yeah, that's a that's a cool job. I had a friend of mine. The guy's name was Don Bernstein. His job, years and years ago, mm. he was a manager. He managed Deep Purple and a bunch of other bands. And his job, he ended up with the job of head of procurement for Hard Rock International. So basically, anything that was going into the Hard Rocks, he got Mm. he was in charge of getting. Mm. Like, there was a car from the Metallica I Disappear video. He got it from from Metallica. Like, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. That was his gig. He passed away in a freak accident. But it was, like, the best job in rock and roll. He had all these amazing relationships with Mm. all these bands, all these management, and all the other stuff. He's the one who called me one day. Remember when Led Zeppelin did that reunion show? However, many years ago, right uh, at, the, at the at the O two Arena, and I think you know they had fifteen million people tried to get fifteen thousand tickets. Like it was crazy, crazy numbers. And I answer the phone one day, like kind of in the afternoon after the after the morning show, and I hear he's like, "Listen to this," and I hear live Led Zeppelin. I hear Led Zeppelin rehearsing from his phone. <sighs> To my cell phone. That's crazy. I'm like, are you, I go I assume you go into the show. He's like, Yeah, we're there in rehearsals now. I said, You got to call in. We had him actually call in the morning at the well at his world. It was afternoon, but after the after that Led Zeppelin show, he had the greatest job in rock and roll.
1: Incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's up there. I was gonna say we you know we have pretty cool jobs to be on the radio, but these guys who are yeah, doing yeah. things like that, whether it's Chris or this guy Don, every time I go into Hard Rock, I think him. Yeah, you know, at those those are like what. Awesome jobs. You like to get to touch history, you know, be a part of history of yeah. something, you know? In this case, it's music, but. Yeah. And yeah, it's pretty get, cool. You
2: know, you're pretty impressive when you can just uh, pull out your cell phone and, mm-hmm. yeah, know, and and the most famous person in your phone is Jimmy Page. Yeah.
1: You know, mine's, <laughs> mine's Dee Snider, which right, is cool right, right. and all, but you win. That's great. <laughs> you yeah. know. Mine,
0: Mine's Gareth.
1: Right. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good, Gareth. You know, he's got stories. Right. He does have stories. <laughs> All right, Roger JP, 1025 The Bone, Real Raw Radio, 800 771 1025 or 727 579 1025 are the phone numbers. Hmm. Here's some of that cream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably going to sound really I good bet, when they put I put. the remixes. I bet Roger says that to all the girls. Hey, yo. Put <laughs> it in. <laughs> when nights close, the tire I'll soon